0: I'm Jennifer Campbell, I'm Karen Corgan, and I'm Kelsey Litchfield. Welcome to the Girls Talk Ag Podcast, brought to you by the Global Ag Network. This podcast is where we plow through the
1: manure online and discuss what's currently going on in agriculture.
0: From the good stuff to the rough stuff,
2: we may not always be politically correct, but we're definitely honest.
0: We're back with another episode of Girls Talk Ag, and if only people could see us right now instead of hear our voices, they would see Jen is in a tractor. I'm in my office. Karen's in her office as well, but uh, Jen, you're joining us from a new location, and she's actually turning the tractor around right now, so she's being very right. good. Oh, if you wreck
1: it, Chris cannot blame us. <laughs> right. He
2: won't know till later that we actually did this, so it's all good.
0: I'm very impressed, honestly, right now, because as I was sharing earlier, sometimes I can barely talk on the phone and drive my truck at the same time. I'm not a good multitasker at all, and um, that's something I really don't, I don't share a lot, because <laughs> I don't know if it's good or bad, but, you know.
2: I, I just tweeted earlier that some days I'm like, I probably shouldn't be operating machinery, and then other days I'm like,
0: damn, girl, you're good you're good give yourself a round of applause do you ever do do you guys ever do like mini dances when you've achieved something you're like oh heck yeah that was me
2: break your arm pat yourself on the back i'm all there Mm
0: -hmm. i think we need to start doing that more though celebrate the little victories as well as the big victories in our life but let's talk about what's been going on um i know plant or replant has been happening my family just finished soybeans yesterday and we were going to replant this morning, but then about an inch and a half of rain, I think. I'm not very good at dumping my rain gauge, but I saw an inch and a half fell, I think, this morning. But don't quote me on that. So um, i Well, hold I-
2: on to it over there because I have a feeling I'm being chased by uh, hail and rain. And I'm, uh, we're, we're still
0: first plant round, so we're struggling.
1: Mm-hmm. It broke up before it got here, so we didn't get any today. You
0: didn't get any, and you you live about how many miles? Hour southeast of you. Yeah, southeast. We. I don't think we got hail. I could be wrong. It rained a lot more where I'm from than where I was working this morning. So I'm I'm not sure all what happened, but I think more is on the way. We we need rain, in my opinion. It was very. It's been very dusty. Um, my family has commercial lawn mowing as well, and. It's been so dry, in my opinion, so I kind of welcome the rain this morning. I know Jenny Grass needs
1: to stop growing.
0: <laughs> I'll come mow it for you if if you charge me the right price. <laughs> Iowa needs a
1: lot of rain too. I know they're having some herbicide carryover issues with their lack of rain, but we have a lot of people in this area here that we're planting fields for the first time this week. So really, we've been rather wet because it's been. I keep tra-
2: track of what I'm planting here with a white wipe and write marker on my uh, window. And I started on 421 and I planted on 422. I didn't get back in till 517. And then we were out till yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Uh, We did plant a tick of corn in between those times, but honestly, not much. We are first time for everything. We we had uh, eight right under eight and a half inches of rain in May.
0: So percentage-wise, how much do you have left?
2: Well, I think yesterday we were half done with corn and we, we are not half done with beans. And we still have replant on corn to do. Um, we, just just back to life, we are going to have to sit down and redo the cash flow just to see what uh, prevent the plant's gonna do to us as far as corn goes.
0: But you're hanging in there.
2: We, we are, you know, it feels so good to do something. I think that's part of the problem is there's a whole lot of hurry up and wait and it messes with your head. Like yesterday morning, we weren't sure if we were gonna get in the field and I literally woke up crying. I mean, I just want, I mean, I, I, I just woke up crying. And, but the farther the day went and I got to plant and Chris got to plant, I'm like, Oh, okay. Now we're gonna be
0: okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm swinging the pendulum. Well, you know, for me, it's it's. I like to stay busy. Um, I find myself when I don't have anything to do, that's when I start getting in my head, and I start. Yeah. I think getting more stress some of the time because it's like, well, I could be doing something, should be doing something, but it's 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 out of my hands. Um, I can't do anything. Like business wise, I'm waiting on two proposals right now for a yes or no. So it's kind of that waiting period. That honestly, for me, I I suck at waiting. I'm an impatient person, and I just want an answer, or I just want to go do something. But a lot oh, of time, and yeah. if it's
2: no, it's no. But yeah. you, it's the answer you're waiting on. I mean, mm-hmm. you want it to be yes. Don't get me wrong. But but if it's no, it, it's time to move on and let's let's see what the next plan is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's um. We, like I said, it, and it's been so sporadic around here. I mean, there are people close to us and, and around here who have been done for three weeks. And then there are people who aren't anywhere near done. The rain was so sporadic and, and how much hit every section. It's just, it was a hot mess. And we're, like I said, we're pushing today, but uh, supposedly there's rain and hail headed this way.
0: Well, I feel blessed that you've taken some time out of your day to talk to us and plant at the same time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I tried this once before. I think I lost, didn't Karen, and Angie, but didn't we try this once before and we lost?
1: Yeah, but that was a different program, so who knows? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're down here, I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere, so cell phones, reception is sketchy, but...
0: Well, you know how many times I've thought about and i'm I'm not joking at all. Um, how many times this past week I've thought about going back to a flip phone and deleting all my social media? <laughs> more times than I can count, and I'm dead serious i've I keep telling myself off social media for a day, do it for a week, and then I cave because half my job is social media. I have to get on Facebook and post for clients. I've
2: been really bad. I I, um, have not posted on my uh, farm wife feeds page and barely, I think I posted last night because I finally felt good, but uh, I find I, I don't post when I'm not feeling good. Karen, you deleted Twitter off your phone, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I did that, what, a year ago now?
2: yeah i think so i think I it was think.
1: last april it was last april when it wouldn't stop raining i was like if that's it i'm done take it off my phone i mean
2: you seriously stuck to it i mean i have like threatened it but i've never done it you like went
1: whole hog in there were it. a couple of days ago i thought maybe i would put it on when i was watching the riding stuff and i went to do it and i thought nope
0: i'm not doing it so but- well power i've taken the notifications off one time i did take snapchat off my phone because i was just kind of done <laughs> i think i was in college or something like that but then i eventually um took it back on but i'm just feeling exhausted right now i tweeted the other day that my heart's pretty heavy right now and i think social media is adding to my anxiety i've been very anxious i feel like this past month like i'm my anxiety's at all-time high i know social media is not helping in Any way, shape, or form, but then there's still that feeling of I feel like I'm missing out, or you have FOMO, fear of missing out. So I'm like, gosh, dang, that's a hard that's that's a hard line to draw because you want to take care of yourself, but then, especially during if you're a quarantine, that's the only way you could connect with people. Not the only way, but social media was the most common way besides calling.
1: It was about three weeks ago. I was like, okay, we've been in this quarantine long enough. I'm starting to feel like insane.
0: So have you been out and about?
1: Uh, No, because I have the kids here and my youngest is compromised. So my husband's been gone out in the fields working. And so I've been home here with them and they're running out of things to do. We keep buying stuff on Amazon, which probably isn't good either, but you know, we got they got a sign language book and a Spanish book, and we got puzzles, and...
2: Oh, my gosh, you, if you got a sign language book, seriously, you should let the girl Zoom with um, Lou. She loves sign language, took it in high school. She's worth
1: she oh. it. yeah, we should.
2: It would be fun for her to do that and fun for the girls.
1: Yeah, because they signed to me, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Oh, she <laughs> would love that. We if should... it's not the middle finger, I don't understand. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: tell you what kind of bubble I live in, and I'm going to admit this, because I admit everything. Um, someone sent me a picture of a defaced monument in Washington, D.C., I think. I think it was in Washington, D.C. Anyway.
1: It was on the, the World War II Memorial.
2: Was it? Okay, well, I wasn't sure what memorial, so that makes a difference, that I didn't know. Um, and on it, they had written, don't black vets count. And I was all like, oh, my gosh, why are we involving animal agriculture in this? I mean, yeah, veterinarians count. Of course they do. It took me longer than it should have to realize they were talking about veterans war veterans. Black war veterans, not veterinarians. <laughs> so that's my bubble. It's like this track cab right here. Um, that's all that rioting—I can't even believe it's going on. I—I—I I, I, I don't understand what that has to do with what happened. But that's me. I probably send the hate mail to me if you get it.
0: Well, I read an article actually about 20 minutes before we popped on. It was on farm and dairy, and talked about. It's by Rachel Waggoner sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, it's a, it's an article on privilege and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to listen and just absorb and um, read and um, engage. But I thought that was um, an interesting article um, that brought some perspective.
2: Because everyone is posting and I have not posted anything because I do not, I do. I do not, I don't, I do not feel, um, the word. I don't feel informed enough enough to post an opinion. And then someone the other day posted, if you haven't posted anything, that says more about you than anything. And I'm like, "I I don't know that I agree with that. Just because I haven't posted something doesn't mean I agree with what's going on or...
1: Ag State of Mind had posted that it's, um, it's okay not to know what to do as long as you're thinking about what you can do okay. or something along. I'm paraphrasing.
2: Yes, I love that because that, I've been thinking about it, don't get me wrong, but I don't know what to post. I don't, I don't have the answers. I don't even, it will come out of my mouth wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. I've been doing more of what Kelsey's doing, just kind of reading and, and yeah. observing. But we've had some rioting here um, in Peoria and Bloomington, both. Um, But those were both separate events from the actual protesters. The protesters during the day were peaceful and had no issues. But um, then there were some opportunists that came out later at night, um, fueled by social media. I know the one, there was an incident outside the Coles two nights ago. And uh, it was fueled by social media, said everybody meet there at 11. And so a bunch of people did. Um, I don't think it got as bad as how it had the night before in Target, um, but, you know, we're not, I mean, I'm, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, but I'm pretty close to two major cities and, you know, we're not immune to it here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And a lot of it were local people, you know, they tried to say that it was people coming in, but when they showed the rap sheets um, from the sheriff's office, most of them were local or, um, you know, connected to somebody locally.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I heard that I heard a room where people were busing people in. Um, and, you know, for me, it all comes back to social media. And at the end of the day, I'm like, you can't believe everything you read in on the Internet, on social media. And I know there was an
1: article about that today, how they said that they were busing people down across Route 6 and I-80 two nights ago. And they said that it was um, it was a calculated campaign by one of the far extreme groups to try and freak people out and it worked
0: yeah it definitely worked that's the thing like i'm that's why maybe after this conversation i might delete social media for a week i don't know that probably won't happen but as a journalist um you know i'm trained to find credible sources and there easy, not easy. I don't want to say easy, but there's things out there when you read something online, look at who it's by, look at the date. I see some people sharing things that are from like five years ago. I'm like, it's 2020 right now. You need to just take a check when you're reading things and do your do a little bit of research, see who that author is. And uh, it, it's just the little things that you can check to see if something's credible or not. I think that's
1: a lot harder to do now than it used to be though because a lot of the major media kind of slant one way or the other and so you kind of have to watch more than or read more than one source to try and really find out what the the truth is.
0: I agree. My biggest thing though is for people to start checking some dates. Yeah. (laughs) Like I see friends and family share things and I'm like that happened 10 years ago and you're not seeing the date like come on but Um, I'm, for me, I actually posted a couple things yesterday about agriculture. One was about one of my professors at U of I and the other one's really good article. Um, We kind of talked about it um, when we had Adrian on and was from Farm Journal. It's a good read, I encourage anyone to check it out. It's called Shattered Taboo, Death of a Farm and Resurrection of a Farmer. And just talks about a farmer, how he had to let go of his farm, but like we talked about with Adrienne, your life is more than just um, your farm. You, you, have, you have, there's so much to you than just that. So in the midst of, you know, we talk about there are negative things out there on social media, but I'm also re- reading some really great stories right now. So I'm really just trying to find the positive stories out there um, that people are sharing. And another one, I don't know if you guys heard of it. One was um, Kaya, Kaya Twistleman. Have you guys heard of Kaya? She um, was featured in People Magazine this week. She's a cattle rancher out from California. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, she lost like 125 pounds. And she was, I think she was featured on Access yesterday. I've been following her and just really encouraging messaging Messaging that um, it just, it makes me thankful for when I'm still on social media because then I see those positive stories. But, man, um what you choose to focus
2: on—it's all yeah. out there. Um, I know that I know that I know the, the how Facebook works, and so the more things you click, the more things like that that Facebook is going to show you. So, yeah, I have negative stuff show up on my feed, but honestly, I just lost a lid on the planner. Um,
0: I did that the other day,
2: and um, but the more times you click on the good stuff the more good stuff's going to show up on your feet.
0: Like girls uh, talk ag. What? Like girls talk ag.
2: Like girls talk ag. And I just think that you um, you create your 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 area, your aura. I, I don't know. I can't think of the word I'm looking for. You create your surroundings. So if you are constantly clicking on clickbait and the negative news that the media is trying to shoot you well Facebook's gonna think that's what you want to see and they're gonna show it to you.
1: Mm -hmm. Jen shouldn't you go get that lid?
2: Well I don't know where I lost it.
1: Oh.
2: (laughs) Well I'm I'm looking for it as I go. Okay I thought you lost
1: it back there and I was like wow Chris is not gonna be here.
2: Well actually I just turned and when I turned I realized the lid was gone and I thought crap I need to go find that but I don't know where I lost it at so we'll be looking for it as we go.
0: I think that'll be my job here soon because we lost uh, we lost one on the planter the other day and still haven't found it. I actually see it. I wonder why it flew off there. And it's been pretty windy the past couple of days, so we might it might take us a while.
2: <laughs> huh. I'm just glad I found it. Chris gets mad at me. He says I go through too many lids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go grab it. Talk amongst
0: yourselves. Karen, is there anything that's been on your mind, or anything that you want to share?
1: No, just kind of trudging through trying to, you know, balance a lot of plates. I got a lot of things up in the air, and so just trying to get one plate down at a time to make sure that none of them break, but we'll see, you know. House is a mess, as usual, but, you know, we had a refrigerator die this week. That was actually, we were out of a refrigerator for 14 days, which is a total first world problem, but man, it did not help my sanity.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so did you get it replaced?
1: We did, yes. Finally, we had we tried to fix the other one, and it just, you know, with Memorial Day, and then it didn't work again after it was fixed once. And yeah, refrigerators don't last as long as they used to. They said five to seven years is about average, and I was like, well, we made it to five and a
0: half. <laughs> nice, that's good. Well, you know, it's just sometimes the little things that they just come one after the other, and you just got roll. Make away. things
1: worse, yeah. So you
2: didn't have a problem finding a fridge
1: and all of this Well <laughs> I made sure that I found one in stock in Central Illinois. So okay. I mean we didn't do anything fancy, it's just a regular it's a side by side, but it was in Decatur. So we could have it delivered here and they delivered it last Sunday. So
2: I know somebody I know lost a freezer and they can't even find one. deep yeah. freeze and they can't even find one.
0: That's an, I'd be interested in hearing an update on, on, you know, we talked about the processing and everything like that. I'm kind of curious, I haven't heard much or seen much about now that, I know not everything's running smoothly again, but I'd be interested in hearing any updates on the processing bottlenecks.
1: still more plants in Iowa going offline. With, um, yeah, so, and I know there was like a, a fruit, packing place that had to shut down and also like a vegetable like freezing vegetable type place um so it's not just in the meat packing so it'll be interesting how things shake out through the summer as far as food availability i know there's still my brother's in california and he went to target this past week to get some groceries and he said there's still a lot there if there's stuff on the shelves there's only one choice Um, And he said as far as meat and things like that, it was only the expensive stuff that was still left.
0: I've heard prices have gone up quite a bit too.
1: Well, I'm trying to buy a 20-inch bike for a kid, and you look on Amazon, and they're almost twice as much as they're supposed to be.
2: (laughs) I don't think the meat thing turned out to be near the uh, emergency that it was originally thought to be. Not that it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. But right? Am I right? I mean, I think those, those plants got back up and running, and, and I don't think, I don't think it was near what they thought it was going to be. Am I wrong?
1: Well, there were still a lot of hogs that were euthanized and whatnot, way more than we'd want to see, but.
2: Well, yes, but I think it could have been, okay, how about this? I think it could have been a, a lot worse. I think Minnesota got hit the hardest, am I right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't
1: tell you. The one in Monmouth wasn't out for very long.
2: Yeah. don't get me wrong it was bad i just i i think that uh, or i i was prepared for the worst a lot worse than it was how
0: about that a lot of industries got hit and i actually had my haircut done last night first time in like six months because i'm horrible at getting mine cut and she had said she had ordered products for her hair salon and out of the fourteen things she ordered, she only got one. The rest of them are back ordered. So she's back open, but if she doesn't get those supplies by next week, she's gonna she won't be able to do hair. So just frustrating all around. And we're gonna be feeling the repercussions for quite a bit. Yeah. It's far from being over. And in, in places you probably didn't think you would. I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've moved into what? We're in phase three in Illinois right now. So we can eat outside at restaurants. The hair salons and nail salons can open. I think the gyms are still closed though.
0: Yeah. Um, you can do outdoor workouts and maybe one-on-one with a trainer. Okay. But we, you still have to wear masks in Illinois if you cannot maintain a six-foot distance. Right. I that guess she's right. been going over to Iowa for something. <laughs> Well, we
2: were in Illinois, um, oh, dropping off at Coralip for Karen, and, and the Casey's that I tried to go into said you need to have a mask on. And so I didn't go in and the girl came out and goes, you can come in, we can't force you to do it. So, uh, so uh, what are the county fairs doing in Illinois? That's a hot one over here in Indiana. There were a
1: bunch that were canceled just yesterday.
0: The county I lived in canceled yesterday state fair has not been canceled yet. Um, the state
1: about. fair is in the Constitution that it has to happen both at Springfield and DeCoin. So, really? yeah. That's going to be interesting. Because yeah.
2: Who? Ohio canceled theirs. Ohio, yeah.
1: I think Minnesota did also. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, too. Yeah. Uh, Indiana has not said anything about the state
2: fair yet. I I think that'll be a tough battle. Um, We had quite a few counties cancel uh, fairs all together, do virtual or going to do virtual livestock shows. Um, Purdue came out with, okay, this is what we're gonna do. You have to follow these qualifications to have a county fair. And I mean, believe me, they were tough. And um, a lot of counties said, we can't even come close to doing that and canceled. And then Purdue came out with, like a week later, oh, well, you took those literally? But out. well, let's just relax a minute. We, we can have some room here. So it was a little interesting around here. Uh, we have a pretty strong fair here in Johnson County. And um, our fair board and extension worked really hard to make it happen. We will be having one. Um, it will be 4-H only, no midway uh no food vendors um and you have to check in and have your temperature taken when you come on the ground you have to register and only immediate family with the 4-h no but they are going to broadcast everything online live all the livestock shows
1: i think we're supposed to make our decision come sometime next week but there was a big thing you know just having to keep the workers safe, you know, the ticket takers, the people who take money. What if, you know, on Tuesday, a group of them get sick, you know, then you have to have an entire new group of people that can come in on Wednesday. And and I think some insurance companies are, are helping to make the choice too. I think that
2: was the big thing around here was, was insurance, uh, county, county fair insurance companies were like, dude, this isn't, we can't, we can't cover that.
0: Yeah. And as a person, I work for our local chamber of commerce and there's a lot of talk about liability and it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation to be a part of. I don't fully understand everything that's happening to be honest, cause oh my gosh, there's just, there's, there's a lot more to all of this than people realize, and especially if you're behind the scenes and you, if you're an event planner or you have anything to do with the event, like we we're talking about the insurance, it's just a lot to work with. And I understand some people say, nope, it's just not going to happen this year. And then I also understand the people that are trying to make modifications to make it still happen at least a little bit. And I applaud them for trying to think outside the box and pivot, but it's, it's a difficult decision to make all around.
1: It depends the in Illinois, too, because in, we're not allowed more than 50 people until phase four. So Which
0: hopefully they've I've heard, sh- hopefully by July 4th, we'll be in phase four, but they don't want to go into phase five until there's a vaccine or widespread treatment. So that will be interesting.
2: Oh, is that right? Now, see, we could hold county fairs if our state or our county was in phase five. Now, I don't know the phases. When are oh, I think
1: each state has a different phase set level, too. Oh, that
2: maybe. When are the um, Illinois County Fairs?
1: Um, they start in June, and the ones for June, I think, have mostly been canceled. Some in July have been canceled. Okay. Ours is until August, so we haven't quite made a decision yet. Ours okay. so that,
2: that's interesting, though. All ours have to take place um, before our state fair, and that's why they made a decision about three weeks ago, because... We're saying we need if we're going to cancel or figure out a way to do these another way, we need the time to do it. That's why when you said Illinois just start
1: just announced yesterday. So. Well, in each like the 4H was doing, you know, if their fair was in June, they made a decision by like May fifteenth, you know, and canceled everything through like July fourth, and then the next announcement I think came this week for July. So. It's a moving target, depending on what's going on. I think that's the best way to explain
0: it. It's a constant moving target. <laughs> Hopefully
1: we just keep moving forward and don't take any steps backwards.
0: Yeah, so. I agree. I won't lie, I got a little dizzy watching Jen move around in the track. I know, it's like, <laughs> it's, uh, what is that, Black, Blair Witch Project, Jen's bouncing up and down. <laughs> well, I'm happy you got to join in us, multitasking, planting, recording, but it just shows that um, the beauty of technology and what you can do nowadays. I know, so
2: see, you know, you got social media that, that can drive people crazy, but it's things like this that make technology pay off. You take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why I say I love hate technology. I, right. I constantly say that I love it, but then I hate it sometimes, and you know, you, you just got to work with it.
2: When I get in the trees around here, my GPS goes out, so I hate it because I have to actually steer. When I'm not, I'm good. So yeah, I have love to. too.
0: Well, I hope you get planting done. The rain holds off. If I had um, nature-like powers, I'd hold it off for you, but I, I you. cannot do that. Um, and hopefully in my area... We get a little bit of rain, not too much, but you know, mother nature always wins and she doesn't always go in your favor, but you will Those who need it,
2: get it. Those who don't need it, don't.
0: Yep. Well, thank you guys for another conversation. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next time for another episode of Girls Talk Ad. And if you can't wait until then, connect with us on Twitter.